Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm Mike, he's Bobby, and today we're talking about setting boundaries in your business. As you'll find out in this episode, I'm sure your kids will violate those boundaries. It doesn't mean that your clients have to violate them. So this is actually, this will be a fun one. Um, We're going to share some real examples, at least I am. (laughs) We're going to talk about how can you set boundaries to make a business that fits your life instead of your business consuming your life. Because even if you're obsessive about your business like Bobby and I and would just work on it around the clock, you need to have a life that we don't burn out. So this is this is super important. I'm excited about it. This is probably one of the, the episodes I'm most excited about that we've talked about in a while. Yeah, it's this is an interesting one because I've gone I you always tell me that I'm better at the boundary setting than you are. And I still feel like I'm not great at it, but I guess I've gotten better at it at some point. I don't know. But I, for me, it's like I'm, I guess, well, now I think about it, I guess I am better about just like chilling out a little bit more. You're like, for a long yo, time I was not. I'm going to be golfing like for eight hours today, later. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Golf has, I will say that. One of the things that, that has been huge for me and just like being able to like disconnect from work a little bit and like disconnect from like all the people that are asking me questions all day long, which there's a lot. It, it's yeah. Golf, getting out of the house, like getting outside not looking at my cell phone as much. I think that's been a like a healthy change because I went through when we first started working together. We've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. Like when we first started working together, I was terrible, terrible at unplugging and and having boundaries. I was checking my email at like one in the morning, like waking up and just looking at email and responding to email, which is the, right. a horrible, horrible the thing for you thing to do. Ever. And waking up and doing like waking up at seven a.m. checking emails and responding to people and client stuff and. It was terrible. So I don't do that anymore. Yeah. No. And and so here here's why this is so important. Like when you're first starting out, like those of you that are listening, and it doesn't matter what you're doing, but I think I think it's probably a little more prevalent if you're a freelancer than if you're a content creator. I'm sure there's a lot with content creation, but just with with freelancers, when people are paying you, they expect the world. They always expect everything and they will take more and more. And so it's really easy to fall in the trap, especially when you're starting out off to just like give them everything and do everything and try to over deliver and give them all of your time because you want to keep that money. You want to keep that client. You're, you might be a little worried about losing it. Speaking of kids interrupting <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> so, um, so I think, you know, I think it, it's really important because when you, when you're first starting out, you may not have this, but after a while you, you start to need it. You start to get there and you'll know it, you'll feel it. You might feel it right now if you're listening to it and it's scary and it's difficult. So we're going to talk about kind of like how to do it. I've, I know I've gone from the freelancer that was like a personal mentor to people to like, this is what we do. This is what you get. You don't get an ounce more, you know? Right. And, uh, it's tough. That's not how I'm wired. So Bobby might, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> no. you're like, no, you're mean, man. You'll do that. 
And I had, no, to, I had no. to build, I had to build that. I had to, I had to create that in myself because <laughs> no, that is I, not my natural inclination. <laughs> I don't know. I totally get that. I remember when I had my first like two or three clients, this was, you know, I don't do as much client work anymore, obviously as I used to, but back when it was just like just client work, because that was what I needed to do to pay the bills. I, man, I was like, I was almost acting like a full-time employee for these people. And yeah. I was like responding to everything all the time. And my thought process was like, well, I'm going to like totally over deliver. And it just like, I mean, I was like texting back and forth with clients at like, you know, midnight, like talking about business stuff. And at the time it was like, I felt like I had to do that because if I didn't, that I, I felt like I'd lose them as a client. Like I was just like, man, if I, if I don't like really show them that I'm like super invested in their business, it's going to be bad. And even going like, I remember uh, Coral and I tried to go to, go to Jamaica on a vacation and I was so stressed out that I was like, the internet sucked. <laughs> like I, I purchased this little like mm-hmm. thing or rented this like internet thing that did not work at all. And it was like, I couldn't talk to the client and I was so scared that I was going to get fired because like if right. they emailed me or whatever, that I wouldn't be able to respond like instantly, even though I was on vacation and they knew I was on vacation. So it is scary. Totally to like, been there. Yeah. It's scary to start trying to remove yourself from the client to where you don't have to like be talking to them all the time. It's good. It's a weird thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So let's take this practical now. Like let's really get into kind of how you can do this and what you need to do instead of now that we've kind of talked about like why it's important, blah, 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 that stuff. So I think the first thing in my opinion is reclaim your weekends. Like you need to get your Mm, weekends back. And, and I guess this would actually go, would apply to evenings too, right? Because your clients will message you at all times. And the way, the way I look at it, and I think the easiest way to do this is set office hours, right? Like if you, you know, I had to call whatever recently and it was like 4.30, I thought it closed at five and they're like, we're open Monday to Monday to Friday, you know, until four o'clock. I was like, ah, crap, you know, but it is what it is. You know, you know, not to call whatever customer support thing on the weekend, right? Cause there's not going to be anybody there. And so you should set that up in your business too. And I think like that single change of just being like, I'm not available until I'm not available after this time and I'm not available on the weekend. You put that in place and your life will be so much better. (laughs) Just that one change. (laughs) So I think that's kind of like step one, uh, in my opinion. And now sticking to that yourself, that's a whole nother matter. Oh, that's yeah. That's like a different podcast episode. That's even though, even that is, is like scary in the beginning. But I think what people don't realize is that as a business owner, and I know this is just from the people that work with me and for me and everything, not on purpose, but I will try to get the most out of the people that work for me as possible. And it's just something that happens naturally. So it's like if there, if I have an issue or if there's, if I'm thinking about something on the weekend, like a lot of times, like I just want to talk something out with somebody that that's on the team or whatever, I'll message them on a Saturday and it's not a great habit, but like, if they'll respond to me, then I'm probably going to keep messaging them. And it's not, it's not something I'm doing to try, try to like not respect their time. It's just like, I'm always on, you know, it's, it's easy to forget that other people that aren't in your business aren't always on, you know, or they, they don't own the business or whatever. And so that's one of the things that I think just kind of naturally happens. Like there's this creep from if you are, you know, if you have a client that you're running ads for, you're writing freelance, uh, you know, articles for or whatever, like they'll probably talk to you in times that, you probably don't want them to talk to you. And if you respond to them or you don't have those boundaries, 
they're just going to keep doing it. It's a, it's a weird thing as I'm saying that I'm like, man, I kind of feel bad that I, that I do that sometimes, but it's just because I'm always thinking about the business and I'm always trying to problem solve and always trying to do whatever. And if somebody's willing to talk to me on the weekend about it, then I'll probably talk to them about it. You know? So I think that setting yeah. those boundaries is and, really important. And, and this is one of those things that like, I always tell my team, sometimes I'll say it in the message, like, Hey, don't respond to this. I just don't I do that too. Yeah. It, you know, but I always tell my team, I'm like, if I message you on the weekend or in the evening, feel free to ignore it until the, the next day. Like I'm, I'm big about that. And I'm even like, if your shift is over and you're in the middle of a project, put it aside and pick it up the next day. You don't need to stay late, you know? And so I think that that's, you know, I try to do that, but I'm, I'm the same way. Like if I have an idea and there's so much going on, I'm usually going to get it to whoever with, and, but I don't have an expectation of, of them responding. And I try to make that clear, but a lot of times with your clients, like they might have that expectation, but they might not. And so yeah. the really important thing when you're doing this and people are communicating with you and you're trying to set those boundaries is you can't give an inch. You can't, <laughs> the minute you start yeah. to make exceptions and you start to give, they'll keep taking ground, right? This is freaking warfare. This is the <laughs> battlefield. You give an inch, they take it, right? They're going, they're literally going to steal your foxhole. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you're giving it up. <laughs> Don't move the boundary, right? Don't seed land to them, like stand your ground. You, you really got to be careful about that. It's not intentional. Like they don't, I don't think there's any bad will or that they're doing intentionally or trying to take no. advantage of you. It's just nature. It's human nature. Like Bobby was describing. So yeah, don't well, give I'll, an inch. Yeah. Don't, don't give an inch for sure. I'll tell you like the biggest reason that I do that. And probably the biggest reason that a lot of other business owners do that. If I don't, if I have a thought about something and I don't tell somebody I'll forget it in 15 minutes because I've got so many different things going on. Like being a small business owner is crazy. You're, I mean, you're doing everything. And so I'm like, I'll have a thought. I'm like, okay, I got, I got to make sure I get that out. And even if it's like, hey, don't respond to this until later, like I still have to say it or I'll forget it, you know, and there's probably a better way to handle that. And, and sometimes now we put things in Asana and there's other ways to handle it. But um, that's what happens a lot of time. If a business owner wants to reach out to you or talk to you, it's like, if they don't do it, they're going to forget it, you know, but if you just ignore them, then they'll probably get the point <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's really important. Um, I think the next thing in with that is like, you need to set the expectations, right? And so whatever those are, if you have working hours, Hey, I'm not available in the weekend. I'm not available in the evenings. You got to let them know that and try and let them know that up front. Like I, one of the biggest discussions I have when I, I talk to a, a, a prospect and they want to hire my agency and we talk about it and what, what's going to be involved. And then they're like, yep. All right, let's do it. And I say, okay, before we get started, I got to set a couple of things with you. One, this is the only way we'll communicate, <laughs> right? We're going to communicate via email. I'm, I'm big on that. I don't do calls. Another one. I'm not available on weekends. It used to be that I was not available on Mondays either. Um, I used to do that because I had my kids home on Mondays and they went to school the other day. So it's like, I was not available on Mondays, but whatever, whatever your boundaries are, you need to make it clear. And another big one for me is like, you know, now I just don't do calls, but it used to be, you know, if we had a call, it was like, look, if I'm talking to you, my kids will likely be around. All right. I, that is how my life is. And if you're not cool with that, then we aren't going to work together. And nobody's ever not cool with that, but it was just like letting them know, like I'm doing this as a stay at home dad. I'm not doing this in a nice little office by myself. These are not going to be the most professional meetings. Like a kid's probably going to throw up on me in the middle of a meeting or throw a chicken nugget in my head or something like that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you need to kind of set those expectations 
ahead of time. But that means you need to know what you want your boundaries to be too. So you need to like set those out. And then I think the next part is like, how do you, once you, if, if you've got people, you know, that, and maybe you've been doing things a certain way and you're trying to change it, you just got to have those conversations with people. And I know that's really hard. And I don't know if you've, have you, have you done that Bobby? Like as you've started to set more and more boundaries with yourself, have you had to like talk to clients or team members or anything about like, here's what's going to happen going forward. Like I'm changing this. Like what is your experience? <laughs> yeah, I have. No, I definitely have. And I was terrible at it in the beginning. Cause I, I am very much like, I don't want to, I don't want to make people upset. You know, like I don't like hurting people's feelings and that kind of stuff. Um, and so like early on in the business, especially when I started transitioning from not even really like, I don't talk to like the clients that I still have. I don't talk to them. Like that's, it's all, um, Mel, uh, she basically my assistant, she's, she's the front facing person now. And I had to remove myself from that. You know, it was basically just a conversation of like, Hey, look, uh, they're going to be handling your account now, you know, so everything needs to go through them first and nothing else is changing other than that. Like, you know, I'm still here, I'm still guiding the strategy and everything, but you're just, you know, the communication goes to this person first because I've got too many things going on. So I, but those things, honestly, like they get easier the longer you're in business because you get to a point. And I remember when I first started working with you, you were far, far better than that at me or better than that than I was. I still didn't say that right. Better at that than I was because you had been in business longer and in like your business is a couple of years, maybe two years older than mine. I think I don't remember how long you've been in business versus I, me. I don't know. I, I think you, the agency is probably a similar age to your blog, but I had been had another business prior to that. So, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this since law school. When did I graduate? So I was admitted to the bar in 14. Yeah. So I, that means I graduated in 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I graduated in 13 and I started in law school. So it was probably 2012. Yeah. So uh, I remember you, right. I don't know. It's a, it's a long time. It's like at it's least a couple six years, a couple yeah. years more and <laughs> business years are, are like dog years. Cause there's, they're so long, but I remember you saying to me, like, man, you'll get better at setting boundaries because you'll just, you'll get tired of not doing it. And that's kind of what's happened over the years. Like I've just gone like, okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> like, we're going to, I'm going to do things on my terms because I just don't have time to do it another way. So that's when it got, it got easier, but I did have to have those conversations. And then with team members too, like I've had to have team, like conversations with like, Hey, this is the way that I want to communicate. I don't want to communicate the way that you want to communicate. I want to communicate right. the way that I want to communicate. And my best, like the way that I work best is actually sending loom videos back and forth because I've got a million things going on during the day. And so compared I'll to like calls. Yeah. You and, and, we're I, both you and I are both like that. Yeah. I, I don't like calls. I don't like jumping on calls. I think they're kind of, they can be a waste of time. They take too long. Mm-hmm. And you know, like team members want to jump on calls a lot. And I, it was just like, mm-hmm. and you don't want to like, as the business owner, you don't want to hurt people's feelings and you don't want to like make them feel like you don't care about their input or anything like that. But it's like, I've got a million things going on. We're going to have to communicate this way. And that's just the way mm-hmm. it is, you know? And, and eventually after you rip the bandaid off and, and do that the first time, like it gets easier, but you got to do it. You got to do it or else you're, you're not going to be running the business the way you want to. Yeah. Calls, calls are a hard no for me. You know, like you and I get on calls, you know, when we need to, and, and much, one though. of the, huh? Not even that much, but even then, like a lot, a lot of times when we do it, it's because for you and I, sometimes the back and forth conversations can take up a whole day. 
you know, Mm -hmm. so it is easier to get on a call. Um, but most of the time, like that's hard. No, for me, I just have so many limited hours, you know, when the kids are in school, like if I'm getting back from dropping them off at school at nine 30 and I got to leave around one 45 to pick them up, I've got a few hours to get productive work done and there's, you know, calls eat that up. And so a really good example, you know, yesterday we were recording, we had a coaching call, we had a little bit of a meeting, you know, we get through that and it's like, okay, cool. I got to go pick up the kids. Like I have not had the most productive day ever. I had a little bit of time that I was able to get some work done, take care of some things to the agency, work on a project for us. And I had to go get the kids. And then I found myself in a situation where I was like, kind of need to do some work this evening. And I don't want to do that to my wife, you know, and I don't, I don't want to do that yeah. to my kids. So, you know, calls are a hard no. And I, and I think this is a really good opportunity for me to kind of a, talk about like a real life example, because I think that fear of like, if I set these boundaries, what are my clients going to think? What's going to happen? You know, I had, I had a recent experience where I had a client that wanted to hop on a call and I, I told him, no, I can't do it. And I explained why and what had happened is previously a couple months ago, we, uh, he'd want to hop on a call and I was like, Hey, I can't do it. We talked about this. Like when I first brought you on, like, that's not something I do. I said, and I'm going to make an exception. This one instance, we'll schedule it. But this is the last time I can't, I can't do it again. Right. And for me, it's just that I just, that the amount of time it takes for me to do a call is just too disruptive to my week. Yeah. Right. I just wouldn't get things done. And then it disrupts my family. And I have to draw that hard line, especially when like for me, like I've reached a place where like the the time is more important than the money. Right. Because it's like, OK, I, I earn enough. We're comfortable. We're that we don't have as much financial stress like I got to not have other stress. But when I I'll be honest, when I said that before I messaged him, I was like, I like this client. I want to, you know, I don't want to upset them. I don't want him to be like mad or to leave because he doesn't feel like I'm giving him, you know, what he needs. And I, I went back and forth and I finally just had to think to myself, I was like, okay, for me, even if like, if he was like, this is BS, if you can't get on a call with me, I'm not going to work with you. And he left then it is what it is. Like, that's where I was at, you know? And, and that's tough. And I know not everybody's going to be there, but I do think it's, I don't think that's like a worst case scenario. And that's not what happened, you know, like, and that's not usually going to happen. Most of the time people understand, you know? And he was like, well, I, I think it's easier to just get on a call than to go back and forth. I'm like, I know I get it, but the reality is like, for me, it's easier for me to take five minutes to watch your loom video. And then I have stuff going on with the kids and then I get a free moment and I send you a five minute response instead of trying to block out 15, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. And cause I don't know when I'm going to have that free time. You know, I mean, you've experienced that firsthand where it's like, all right, let's do this. Oh, let's wait. Oh, okay. Good. Let's go. <laughs> you know, kids are, oh, they're doing whatever. Like it's tough, but you, so you can't have that fear. Right. And, and I will say if you're new and you're thinking to yourself, I can't do that because I don't have that luxury of like, I don't need mm-hmm. this client. I do need this client. What I would say is the earlier you start doing this, the better, right? Cause it is so much harder to change things later than it is early on. Like if you set the expectation, you have a way of doing things, you get into it and it's just that way f- early on, like it's going to make life so much easier because it is a little harder to go back. You know, it was hard for me to go back to my clients that had been with me for a long time and say, hey, we need to only communicate via email. 
And I'm not going to be communicating in the evenings and on the weekends instead of 24 seven access via messenger, which is what I had going. Yeah. Right. And, and I just had to frame it in a way of like, to help them understand, like I'm getting so many messages, right. And this is like, this was a change I made after laptop empire started, it was like, I'm getting so I was already getting so many inbox messages from random people on Facebook. And then we started getting more of that because of the, the course. And then I had all the client stuff and I was like, I don't see them. And if it gets buried and I miss your message, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. I have a agency email inbox that no one except for clients have access to. And so it's empty. I'm going to see every message. Yeah. And then I've got this messenger inbox that I wake up to 30 people, you know, <laughs> that I'm not going to respond to most of them because I don't know who some of them are. You know, just here's a good example. I had a message on there today from somebody from the YouTube channel that like had left me this like massive text thing. I'm not even going to read it. Like if you want to leave a comment on a video, I'll respond to it. If you want to shoot me an email, I'll respond to it. I'm not going to respond to things on messenger. I just don't respond on messenger. That's not where I am. <laughs> I respond right. to Bobby on messenger and that's about it. <laughs> I, Bobby I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, man, I get a lot of people that do that to me too. And I don't really look at my messenger other than to talk to you and like mm-hmm. maybe one or two other people. And like, I've, yeah. I've got these messages from people that are either students or they've read the blog um, or just whatever. And they'll send me these giant blocks of text and I don't even look at them. Cause I'm like, one, why are you messaging me? <laughs> like, I feel like there's like a, like, why are you messaging me on Facebook? Like just send me an email. Like, I feel like it's right. weird if I don't know you personally, like right. I'm not, don't, why are you in my inbox? You know, and it happens on Instagram too. Like I get that quite a bit, but yeah, I, th- I think that what you're saying is, is spot on the earlier you do it. Even, even if you don't have a lot of clients, I think it's important. And I think the other thing too, that's, that's important is you've got to kind of screen your clients before you take them on. Because I think, I mean, and we like in the, in the Facebook side of course, we have this eight question call template that people that we give to people to use to kind of figure out their clients and see if it's like going to be a good fit for them or not. But a lot of the times we'll have our, our students in the course group show us an interaction that they have with a, with a potential client and the person's just rude. They're like, Hey, can you guarantee me results? And like super demanding and just like talking down to, you know, talking down to our student before it even (laughs) made an agreement to work together. And we always just tell those people, those students, like, just don't work with them. It's not worth it. They're going to be a pain. That's not the kind of client that you're going to want to do business with. They're not going to understand boundaries. They're not going to understand that you can't talk on the weekends or they're not going to be understanding if you have something happening with your kids and you, you can't you know, respond to them right away. And it's hard for people because they, they sit there and they go, well, I want to, I want to have a client. I want to work with them and I want to, ha- I want to make money. But at the end of the day, it's like, they usually find out that like, because we have some people that it. just, yeah, so like, <laughs> you know, we have some people that are like, well, you know, kind of like, and I'm the same way. They're kind of like, I want to find out for myself, you know? And so they'll, mm-hmm. they'll work with the person. No, no, I can make it work. I can make it work. It'll be fine. And then, you know, a month or two later, they're like, yeah, that was the, a terrible decision. I shouldn't have worked with that client. They were not a nice person to work with. So that kind of goes into it as well. Like if, if you don't feel good about it and you don't think the person's going to be understanding of your schedule and the boundaries that you want to set, there's a good chance they won't be, you know? And so it's, it's kind of easy to tell that kind of stuff after you've been doing it for a while, or even in the beginning, if somebody's a jerk, they're a jerk. <laughs> like they don't right. change uh, when they start paying you money. So something to think about. Yeah. And, and I think if you're trying to set boundaries, I think the best way to come to it is 
letting them know, I mean, you, you kind of come at it two ways. I always come at it from the angle of like, this is going to allow me to better serve you. That's number one, which is the God's honest truth. Like that is so true. Um, and the second is like, I have a life and a family and I need this. And I think when you come at it from those angles, like, like when I switched people from messenger to email and I came in and I was like, look, well, and even calls, both of those situations when I came in and I was like, look, I'm doing this because like, I'm, I'm not seeing everything on messenger. If you email me, I'm going to see it. If I don't, Aaron's going to see it and she's going to let me know, like, it's not going to get lost. I'm going to be able to respond to you much quicker and it's going to be better. And then two, like, you know, I need to not be worried about the little notification all the time. <laughs> you know, that was with the calls. It was a lot easier. It was like, it was like, I, I am going to be able to get you better results. Cause I'm going to be able to do more work. I'm going to be able to move faster, spend more time with my team. than if I'm plugged into calls using up my working hours, but I also can't do that because if I'm using up those working hours and then I still have to get stuff done for you. And then my wife gets home from work and I'm like, Hey, I made dinner. I got to go now. Like right. now I'm in the doghouse, Right. And then, so we can't do that. We can't have that. And people, and they understand, they understand because they're business owners, they deal with these same things. And a lot of times when you tell people this, they're like, cool, they respect it. Right. Yeah. So you just kind of got to bite the bullet, but a couple of things you can do, like I said, set expectations early. And then if there's going to be anything like the vacation thing, you just got to communicate it way ahead of time. Right. Like I'm gearing up, I'm gearing up to tell my clients, like we've got a baby coming and obviously I'm not going to like take this huge leave, right? Because I still have a business to run and I don't think I could actually do that, but I am going to let them know like, Hey, here's when she's coming. And when she gets here, I'm gone for a week. I am not checking my email. Talk to this person. And instead, so, you know, I've got, I've, but I'm going to be communicating that to them four weeks out. So you need to, you need to kind of do that. Um, I think kind of the last thing I want to hit Bobby is just, let's talk a little bit about setting boundaries for yourself, because mm -hmm. I think this is the other part It's difficult. And, uh, which is you not violating the boundaries you set or you <laughs> setting some limitations for yourself. So I think like a really good example is like, man, I, I have a hard time if somebody emails me on the weekend, not mm -hmm. responding. I'm that's hard for me. I, I have a hard time if I see something from somebody not looking at it. And if I look yeah. at it, I, I can't look at it. If I open it, I will actually dwell on it and it'll be all I can think about. I'm serious, man. I, I can't yeah. handle it. Oh, no, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm guessing you're that way, but I'm just going to share this little tip. I got, I have a, I have an iPhone, but I don't use Apple mail. I use something called spark and spark has this cool little swipe function where you can snooze things. <laughs> so if it's on the weekend, I snooze it until Sunday night oh, and that wow. works for me. Cause then it's out of my inbox. So then if I open my inbox, cause there's other things in my email, it has both my work email and my personal email. So if I have somebody is like, you know, if my builder for the house is like trying to send me something or my mom is sending me something like I can see that, but I'm like work, see you Sunday night. Yeah. And my clients know uh, that I don't respond. So the only exception and, and I know that I know that if it's something urgent that they'll get a hold of me another way or Aaron will let me know. 
<laughs> yeah. No, that's the email thing and the boundary part of like not working or responding to people is the weakest thing that I do probably because I'm pretty good at, at like not working a ton on the weekends now. Um, mm-hmm. And if I'm going to go do something like spend some time with Coral or if I'm going out and playing golf or whatever, like I don't, I don't work a whole lot when I do that. Uh, but I do kind of constantly cycle through emails, even though I have uh, an assistant that goes through my emails and I don't really know why I do it other than sometimes I actually like responding to people or I just like, like knowing what's going on. So, but it is one of those things where I got to be careful about it. And uh, like the laptop empires inbox, I don't go into that one very often. I don't go into it ever because that one is a little bit more uh, because it's a customer service based email inbox you know, it's, it's you can get lost in there. It can get lost. There's a lot of people in there. I mean, and you know, we're, we're pretty fortunate that we don't have like a ton of like angry customers, and, but the one it, like being a course creator, every once in a while you do get an angry person and that kind of stuff it ruins your day. It ruins, it ruins my day to watch it. Like, cause I'll, I'll see it and they, man, like they'll just say people on the internet will just say the most ridiculous, like ridiculous things about you and your business. And so I learned a long time ago, like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to let Aaron handle that one uh, or just go like, not even, I don't get as many of those emails in, in the millennial money man inbox. I get they're a little more. We positive. had an F bomb insulting email. Oh That's yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. it was just like, Nope. I didn't even I didn't read that. Yeah. I saw, I saw a message about it in the, the chat and I was like, nah, I'm not talking. I'm not even looking at that, <clears> but I'm, yeah. so I'm pretty bad about that. And Melissa, my assistant kind of she'll lecture me about going into the millennial money money man inbox. So I try not to do that. The other thing for me is like, I get notifications all the time I for, you know, just because of the social media aspect mm-hmm. and the blog and the comments and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm better about it, but I, that's still something I need to work on. So that's hard. You're, you're a better man than me with the spark thing. Cause I, I, still I, I do. This is one thing I feel like I've done pretty well with on my phone. I have no notifications. So I have text notifications mm. and, and that's about it. So Slack, the team chat stuff doesn't go to my phone. If I'm wearing my Apple watch, it does go there. And that is one I leave it on because I actually like that. Like if there's something going on and I'm like out with family and stuff, I'll wear that because it's, if, if a notification comes to my watch and I look at it and I can read it and decide whether it needs my attention or not and go to my phone, it keeps me from checking it on my phone. Yeah. So I've got that. And then, you know, I have email on my phone, but no notifications and no little banner thing. And then I've got Messenger on my phone because you and I talk on there, but I don't have Facebook or any other social media on my phone at all, except for YouTube, but I don't really consider that social media. So I don't ever, the only time I'm ever on Facebook is if I'm on my desktop. And then to take that a step further, I do not, I do not touch my notifications on Facebook until a certain point in time during the day. Um, I just don't mess with it until I get in the afternoon, usually after the boys get home or sometimes I'll do it. Like I'll like screw up and I'll do it. (laughs) And then it's like I kill. And then that kills like 30, 40 minutes. So I try to like save it all until later in the day. And then the boys are home and I get them fed and stuff. And then like, that's a great time for me to sit at my computer at the kitchen table while they're eating a sandwich and just be like, respond to people. But I try to save emails and Facebook notifications. I try not to look at them until the afternoon right now in order to do that if there's something pressing like every morning or early in the day Aaron will email me or she will I'm sorry she will message me on Facebook Messenger 
Because yeah. her, her and you were really the two that do that, that really hit me. And she'll be like, hey, such and such needs taken care of. And she'll also be like, hey, so-and-so on the team needs you to answer this. And then I know to go in. So I kind of have that set up where if you can't reach me, reach Erin. And then she can reach me. Only certain people have that ability to reach her. So, <laughs> Right. Yeah, I don't have it quite as structured. I actually went through this process where I really tried to do everything you were talking about, where I got rid of everything. And it actually, I felt like it gave me more anxiety to just take everything off than it did to have some things and just try to check them less. And that's one of the things I think it gets like, there's almost like this, uh, you got to find what works for you. Yeah. There's like this disconnected Olympics sometimes that I see like on social media where people like are bragging about like, I don't, I delete all of my stuff and I don't ever check Mm -hmm. anything and I'm at inbox zero and blah, blah, blah. And I think that works for some people, but for me, I'm like, eh, I don't need to do all of that stuff. And I don't need to feel like I'm keeping up with people that are like just incredible at totally disconnecting or whatever. Right. So for me, it's I what I have done that's worked really well on vacations. And this is probably the biggest change I made vacations. I delete everything except for Instagram, like not every, mm-hmm. every social media, like even my family, the only way they can get to me is on Instagram. Cause I like doing the vacation stories and stuff like that is fun for me. So if anybody wants to DM me on Instagram, like that's the only way they're going to get in touch with me. But Slack, Facebook, Twitter, everything gets deleted. Um, And that has allowed me to really enjoy vacations. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, getting rid of everything and and basically just focusing on only having that one thing has really helped me kind of come back from vacations a little bit more recharged and refreshed and, I don't know, feeling better, you know. And then it doesn't bother me as much like day to day. Like, I don't don't feel burned out all the time like I used to um, because when I do go on vacation, I'm actually on vacation. I actually take time off. So that's been helpful. Yeah. And that's, it's interesting. Like the reason that I kind of went to this like social media fasting kind of deal is because of vacation. Like I went, I don't remember if it was when we went to France or it was when we went to the Czech Republic. One of those trips, you know, I turn my phone off completely when I go mm-hmm. overseas. Usually, like, usually we have Katie's and mine's totally off. Uh, but I think what I ended up doing. Maybe I told it, turned it totally off, but I, I came back. I think one of them, I had just deleted everything off my phone and we were using it for like, if we needed an Uber and uses the map and, and we had, oh, I had internet. So it was like, yeah, if we needed to look up a place to eat or we needed a map, like a GPS, you know, we had it, but I had everything off and it was so, it was so nice. And, um, and I am, I'm, I'm a very addictive personality. And so I have to be careful. So like when I do have stuff on my phone, like I'll find myself going in that like endless loop. So like even last night, I'm like trying to go to bed and I found myself, I'm like, I'm on the TechSags forum. I'm checking messenger. I I, I have Instagram on my phone currently. So I literally, I went from like browser, email, messenger, Instagram, browser, email, messenger, Instagram. I kept doing it. I'm like, nothing has changed in 30 seconds. Like, what am I doing? You know? And like, that's usually a sign that I need to like remove stuff, but I'm a big, like my football forum is the big one. Like for me, like I get, that's like my unplug. And so I can get really wrapped up in that and just scrolling through these feeds and recruiting and whatever. And so I have to be careful that. So like, that's even for me when I'm with family and stuff now, like I will leave my phone in a totally different room. Like even like in the after, like a lot of times, even like Katie gets home and like, if I'm making dinner or we're talking or whatever, like I will, I will just like put my phone face down, like on the counter and just not touch it for an hour and a half, you know, and then I'll come back and I'll check it once. Like I try to really stay away from it. So 
it's hard though, right? And that's the thing. So you got to set boundaries with your people, clients, team members, whatever. And then you need to set boundaries for yourself to be able to unplug and to be more present with family and that kind of stuff. And maintaining those is hard, but you kind of need to figure out like, what do you want your life to look like? Where, what are the the hard limits? What's going to make you happier? You know, like what's going to work better for you and then set that. And then don't set it in stone. It will change. It will evolve. You know, like my boundaries have changed a lot and they constantly change based on the needs of my wife and my kids and my clients and myself and us or whatever. So yeah, um, yeah. there's no right way to do this, but it's super, super important. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. You got anything else? No, I don't. I think that, I mean, we covered it. I mean, I think we could probably do a whole nother podcast on like family, <laughs> you know, like in that, in that I know we were thinking about covering that, but I think we could talk about that in another um, podcast episode of just like figuring out how to balance with the family and what they want versus what you have to do and all that. But you know, I think you just got to do the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you just got to do the best you can and don't feel like you have to keep up with anybody else in the way that they, they do it. And you know, yeah, um, just kind of do whatever makes you feel like you're the most productive and, and, you know, relaxed and less, least, least stressed out. So I have never in my life heard a single person say they set a boundary in their business and someone had a problem with it ever. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I've never heard it. Never heard it. It's all in your head. Everything seems scary and difficult until you do it. Yeah. Then you go, wow, why did I, why, why was did I, I stress over that? <laughs> why did I procrastinate over it for six weeks? That was not bad. Yeah. So cool. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, leave us a review. If it's five stars, of course, we don't want those, those low reviews. We don't want that, uh, <laughs> but no subscribe to the channel. We appreciate you listening. See you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. 